This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, and this episode is sponsored by Rothy's. Did you know that April is Earth Month? We all want to do our part, but in a world full of fast fashion, it's tempting to pick convenience and cheap prices. And between climate change and plastic pollution, it's hard to see how our efforts can really make an impact. I'm proud to say that Rothy's is providing an easy way for us to contribute. I love how Rothy's shoes and bags are made from sustainable materials like single-use water bottles, algae-based foam, and ocean-bound plastic. It makes my purchase feel meaningful. And these shoes aren't just good for the environment, they are so comfortable and cute. My go-to pair is the sneaker in the print called Desert Cat, which is a fun leopard print. And these shoes are so easy to slip on when I'm running to school drop-off, meeting a friend for lunch, or heading to my kids' spring sports games. My kids are getting bigger, and I need durable, comfortable shoes to keep up with them and their busy lives. I'm so grateful to Rothy's for making shoes that feel great, look great, and respect the environment. When you're wearing Rothy's, your footprint feels lighter than ever. Get $20 off your first purchase today at rothys.com slash 3in30. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash 3in30. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast for moms who want to create more meaning in motherhood. Each 30-minute episode will feature three doable takeaways for you to try at home with your family this week. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. Thank you so much for being here. If you're anything like me, the photos on your phone are, excuse my strong language, a freaking mess. (laughs) Some of our family's memories are captured on my phone, some are captured on my husband's phone, and come to think of it, some are captured on my sister-in-law's phone, because I didn't have my phone handy at that holiday gathering, and did I ever get those from her? When was the last time I printed any photos? I have no idea. When was the last time I made a photo album of any kind? Also, no idea. I have about 55,000 screenshots of different products, recipes, book recommendations, and insights from articles that I didn't want to forget about, but then I promptly forgot about because they got buried in the mass of images in my phone and I never looked at them again. Does this sound familiar to you? If so, you are going to love today's interview with Casey Von Stein, also known as Miss Freddy, a certified professional photo organizer in Golden, Colorado. Did you know that was a thing? A professional photo organizer? I did not until I became aware of and obsessed with Casey's work. After 10 years as a professional photographer, Casey says that she realized that what people really need is help organizing and enjoying their photos. Through her website, MissFreddy.com, she offers remote organizing services for clients worldwide, where she will do the organizing for you as well as self-paced online courses for those who want to tackle their photo mess on their own. In today's episode, she's going to be sharing three takeaways to get us started on our photo organization journey, and I can't wait to learn from her. 
Before we jump into that, I want to remind you that my Flex of Gold journals are on sale right now through Mother's Day, and this would be the perfect gift for yourself or another mom you love. In last week's episode, I mentioned that you can use the code 3in30 for 10% off, but I forgot to mention that the journals are also on sale this month for $5 off, and that 3in30 code can be stacked with that sale. So $5 off per journal plus 10% off on top of that. I only put this journal on sale twice a year, for Mother's Day and for Black Friday, so now is the time to stock up for gifts. I loved this message that I got on Instagram recently from a mom named Janet. She said, gifting has never been so easy. The beautiful box the journal arrives in doesn't require any wrapping. I pair it with a bow and a card with a sentimental message about how this journal has changed my mothering days completely. And I just feel so accomplished because I don't have to worry about whether it's a meaningful gift or not. I've already given it to two of my best gal pals. I love Janet's thoughts, and yes, this is my favorite gift to give to someone who is going through a hard time, having a new baby, or even a beloved teacher at the end of the school year if you know that she has children. I did that for my kids' teachers last year and wrote them a little note about how they had been a huge fleck of gold for me and my family this year. I hope you'll consider the journal for your gift-giving needs, and you can go to 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold to take advantage of that rare sale price, which will be going through Mother's Day. That's 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold. Okay, now on to the show. Here's my conversation with Casey Von Stein, also known as Miss Freddy. Casey, welcome to 3in30. Hi, I'm so excited to finally be here. We've talked about this for a long time. I know, for (laughs) over a year, we've been talking about having you come on, and it is high time because, oh my word, I need help. (laughs) (laughs) I just described in that introduction what my photo situation is like, and I know I am not alone. I know many, many moms were nodding their heads as they listened to that. Most of us are probably in a bit of a photo mess, and we need your help getting out of it. I had never heard of a professional photo organizer before I started following your work. How did you get into that? I started as a professional photographer and did that for 10 years. And I was looking for blog content that would appeal to my clients, young families, moms. Mm -hmm. And I knew they wanted to learn about what they could do with their photos or how they could organize their photos. And I thought that would attract new clients to my photography business. Mm -hmm. And what it did was make people like, I need more help with this. Can you help me? Can you build a course? Can you do this for me? And I realized quickly People need help organizing and enjoying their photos more than they need help taking the photos. So I pivoted my business, retired from the photography, and now I do organizing work full time. It's amazing. And teach people classes on how to do it themselves too if they don't want to hire me. Yeah. And I was so amazed when I saw on your Instagram, you show some behind the scenes of the different work you do in the projects that you can actually remotely organize someone's photos for them in another state, in another country. They give you somehow access and you go in and organize their photos from your home on their computer. Is that right? Yeah. In my office right now, I have a screen share with a client in New York and another one in Oklahoma. And yeah, we use screen sharing software and then I work on their computer remotely to organize their pictures, back them up to the cloud, get them on a hard drive safe in their office. Technology is amazing. It's so amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And so for sure, if anybody is thinking, wow, I want to hire Casey to do that for me, 
we'll put that information in the show notes. But today on the episode, she's going to talk to us about some easy things we can do to get our own photos organized or to start this process, either before we hire someone like her or before we set aside a chunk of time to do the big project ourselves. Let's just start in with your first takeaway, Casey, of some simple things that we can start doing to organize and enjoy our photos more. So the first one is a little controversial and it's always the one I have to fight people on the most. <laughs> and, and that is focus on what matters most. And that is probably not the junk. The natural thing when you say, okay, today I'm doing it. I'm tackling my photos. I'm organizing once and for all. The natural thing is to gravitate towards, oh, I'm going to scroll back indefinitely and delete all the screenshots and the blurry photos and the fo- and when I took 20 of the same series and picked the best one, you could be doing that work forever. For years. Yeah. And you will wear yourself out. That motivation you had will be gone and you won't have actually made any progress towards what matters. So focus on what matters is the first takeaway because what matters is right now, not the junk. What matters is getting your photos into one place so that you can mm-hmm. use technology to enjoy them and give yourself some shortcuts Mm. and then backing them up to the cloud. So those are what I identify as what matters most, getting it all in one place and backing up to the cloud. But what matters most for you? Maybe it's making a book. Maybe it's not even cleaning your camera roll. I mean, Mm. you need to identify what matters most for you and the answer can't be junk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if you only have an hour to work Mm -hmm. on this, you might think, What I want to do right now is, this is a true story. I have frames hanging in my room that still have the stock thing that came in them from the the stock photo (laughs) because I haven't printed photos of my Mm -hmm. kids that I want to put in them. So that might be like what matters most to me right now in this hour is not cleaning up junk. It's finding the four photos that I want to print in these frames. If you have one hour, think of it this way. You could easily spend one hour cleaning up junk, right? And you might only get to the beginning of this year in your camera roll going back. It's only been two months. That might take you the whole hour. Mm -hmm. Or you could spend that hour typing your kids' names into the facial recognition and finding five great pictures of your kids and put them in an album that you name my favorite family picture so that when you're ready to print, Mm. you go to that album. When you're ready to make a gift for grandma and grandpa, you go to that album. A better use of that one hour will set you up to enjoy the photos rather than just clearing up some junk. Yeah. I love that tip. And there's so much that technology can do for us that I feel like I wouldn't even know how to do. And is that something that you teach in your courses or on Instagram? Like, I wouldn't know how to do that facial recognition thing. Is that something that my (laughs) phone is automatically doing that I just need to know to access it? Yes. So most cloud services, whether you're Apple, iCloud user, Google Photos user, Amazon Photos user, they have automatic facial recognition. And you can take truly five minutes to go in and identify or name the faces. It's already found for you automatically. Mm. And then when you need a picture or a poster for your son's first grade class, you just go click on his face and pick your 10 favorite photos of him rather than scrolling back Mm. to, oh, he was born in 2012, so I'm going to grab a newborn photo. You just click on their face and it'll be a time saver for sure. Wow. That's amazing. I have to say one app that I have discovered recently that I am obsessed with is Slidebox. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're probably familiar with it, but it makes it easy for me to keep my 2D junk, which I know you're saying Mm -hmm. isn't the 
isn't the point, but to de-junk and to sort into albums really quickly, Mm -hmm. I try to do that now instead of like if I'm in the car or somewhere where I would normally browse Instagram for a few minutes, mm-hmm. I'm really trying to spend less time on Instagram this year. So instead I pull up my slide box and I just quickly go through and erase all those doubles from the past week or whatever. And it's made a big mm-hmm. difference. Technology can help us a lot with this stuff if we know about the options. Yes. And the key that I share about the junk, if you do want to work on the junk is You can make it more manageable by just saying, I'm going to start with today and handle junk differently going forward. Rather than Mm -hmm. thinking, I need to clean up all the junk that ever existed in my whole life, you can just start a new habit today. Like Mm -hmm. every night I'm going to open Slidebox and review just today. Mm. Or maybe it's once a week for you. I do it weekly. Every week I'm going to review my camera roll and delete just the junk from this week. Or the other trick that some people who want extra credit can do is... You can search today's date and your camera roll and clean up everything from today's date across all the years. And then in 365 days, your whole Mm -hmm. camera roll would be cleaned up, but you only had to tackle one day at a time. So if you can put some constraints around the junk that you're focusing on, that really helps too. So you don't use all of your time on that task. And I love that tip. That takeaway is universal for so many things in life of don't try to go back go forward. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell people that I'm a huge journaler and I tell people that don't feel like you need to go back and journal in my flex of gold journal, which I love, which I know you have one. Yes, I have it. Yeah. People will say, well, I missed a few weeks and I'm like, do not try to go back and fill out those. Just start with today and move forward. And we're so often like, well, if I miss those days, then what's the point? Like I'm going to give up that habit altogether. And I I always try to tell moms, it's so much better to have your memories going forward captured than to have no memories captured at all, you know? Right. Like if you have 200 days written down instead of 365 days, well, 200 days is a true gift. Yeah. Yeah. And would be the same with photo organization, you know, so much better to organize from here on out than to not ever organize. Abandon it all. Yes. Yes. This podcast is sponsored by Haya, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk. I don't know about you, but my children don't need another thing in their diet that contains added sugar, especially in a vitamin. I really appreciate that Haya arrives straight to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. This means it's not one more thing I risk forgetting to order or grab at the store and then quitting altogether. Your first month comes with a reusable glass bottle your kids can personalize with stickers. Then every month thereafter, Haya sends a no-plastic refill pouch of fresh vitamins that you just pour into their little jar, which means Haya isn't just good for your kids, it's also good for the environment. As a 3 and 30 listener, you can receive 50% off your first order of Haya vitamins. Just go to HayaHealth.com slash 3 and 30 or enter code 3 and 30 at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash 3 and 30 and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Full discount applied at checkout. This episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp, the world's leading provider of online therapy. One of my favorite things about BetterHelp is that it makes it easy to get started with a counselor without overthinking it. Many of my friends have been talking about going to therapy for years, but it feels hard to find a counselor. Where would you even start in order to find a good fit? 
With BetterHelp, you go to their website and fill out a brief but thorough survey about your needs and preferences in a counselor, and they match you with someone within 48 hours. You read over their bio and background, and if it feels like a good fit, you go ahead and schedule your first online appointment, and you could be talking to someone within a week. And if at any time you decide that your counselor is not a perfect fit for you, you can request a change at no charge. They do counseling for individuals, couples, and teenagers, and they're offering 3 and 30 listeners 10% off your first month with the code 3 and 30. So don't go another day overthinking whether or not you should invest in counseling. Go to betterhelp.com slash 3 and 30. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash 3 and 30. And I think it leads really well into takeaway two, because this is one of the things that you think is what matters most. Tell us takeaway yes. two. Takeaway two is spend the time gathering your photos into one place, like your entire digital life. So you'll have to make a list of where your photos are all saved. Might be multiple cloud services, could be old phones, could be old hard drives sitting in the closet. People hold on to computers just because of the photos onto it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So you need to make a list of what those places are for you and start bringing them all into one place. And once you can have one place, whether it's Apple Photos and iCloud or Google Photos or a hard drive, then you can harness technology to mm. make your life easier. So there are things like duplicate removal programs that will help clean that all up in case you had the same thing saved on six different sources, right? That happens. Mm -hmm. There's sorting programs that will help shuffle it all into folders by year and month for you. That makes that feel like you just spent years organizing and it was the click of a button. Wow. But then, like we talked about earlier, there's the fun stuff too. There's all of the facial recognition and keyword searching, which works so well and serves you better when it's your whole complete library. So an example I give, which is a little bit sad, but when my grandfather passed away, I needed to give photos to my aunt who was making the slideshow. And I clicked on his face in Amazon photos that had my whole library, my whole life. And I was able to get all the pictures of my grandfather and send them to my aunt in five minutes. Hmm. And they were scanned photos from my childhood. So I had truly all the pictures of my grandfather I found wow. in five minutes because I had taken the time to put everything into that one location. So when I clicked on my grandfather's face, I didn't just see the pictures since I just got my most recent phone. I saw the pictures from my entire digital life and my print life because I had scanned all those photos too, but that's a separate project. That's incredible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Five minutes. I mean, it yeah. would have taken me hours to go through those old albums or find old yeah. drives. Five minutes because I did the work of getting everything into one place. That is amazing. So, I mean, I'm feeling slightly overwhelmed just thinking about this <laughs> process, but I know you break it down much more in your course. Your online mm -hmm. course walks people through this. So I'm trying to picture how do you even do this? So you mm -hmm. find like your old phone and then what do you do? Like you put it on your computer. What's the process look like to get them all in one place? Because it's not like a physical organization where you can gather them up and put mm -hmm. them in a pile on your floor. It's different now that we're digital. So how do we do that? Yes, my preferred way is to get an external hard drive because most often our computers won't even hold our whole photo and yeah. video life anymore. Or it's very expensive to get a computer that has a huge hard drive. And an external hard drive can be a more reasonably priced way to do it and give yourself a ton of space. So I plug that hard drive into the computer and then I just start loading it. 
copy and paste from the old hard drive, plug the hard drive into old computers, copy and paste. So you're just doing a bunch of copying and pasting, getting everything onto that drive. And you're making a little bit of a mess on the drive, right? Because there's no order to it. And there might be duplicates, but that's okay. You're just gathering, just just loading that drive with everything. And then once it's in one place, we can let the technology take it from there. Yeah. So what size external hard drive would you recommend for people if they're going to do this? Two terabytes is the size that works for most of my clients and most of my students. A two terabyte drive will run you about $60. So it's an affordable alternative to getting a brand new computer for this project. Yeah. And that works for most people. You would know if you needed bigger. I have a handful of clients who come and they're like, oh, I already have three, four terabyte hard drives full. Well, then they know that theirs won't fit on a two terabyte. But most people that I work with, whether they have 20,000 on their phone or 100,000 on their phone can fit into a two terabyte hard drive. Okay. All right. Well, and I know it feels overwhelming when you don't consider yourself to be very techie, but I think if you just start, you can figure Mm -hmm. it out. It's easier than we might believe to do this project. Yeah. The first step is just write down the places, like make a little checklist. So one place is the old PC in the closet. Okay, well, that's it. That's where you start. You do that one and check it off. And then the next is Google Photos. Well, then you follow the steps for getting your stuff from Google Photos to the hard drive. Check it off. So all you can do is one thing at a time, but make the list so that you can kind of see your path. Okay. And then what is your next most important thing, your third takeaway? My third takeaway is to choose your backup service. So I talked about how I made my whole hub on that hard drive. Well, Mm hard drives get a little bit of a bad rap, right? Because they crash and people lose everything. Well, that's not going to happen because we are going to back it all up to the cloud. So we don't have to put all our faith in the hard drive. Mm. And a lot of people have confusion around the cloud. iCloud is the most common term that we hear, right? iCloud is enabled on most of our phones. And something that people don't realize is that iCloud is not backup. So when you delete a picture on your camera roll, It is deleting from iCloud. Mm -hmm. What you see on your phone is iCloud. And a lot of people think, oh, I can delete this here, save some space on my phone, but it'll still be in iCloud. That's not the case. iCloud is a sync service, which means if you're a Mac user, it's great. You see the same thing on your computers, you see on your phone, but it is not a backup. So you'll need to pick a backup service. My favorite ones are Dropbox or Amazon. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize you get unlimited photo storage with your Amazon Prime subscription. And so that is an affordable way because if you're already paying for Amazon Prime, then you might as well take advantage of that space there. So yeah, iCloud is great. It's automatic. But the biggest thing I want people to know is they need to have something else outside of iCloud so that they're not putting all their eggs in one basket. Yeah. So the first step is get it all on the hard drive and then you back it up to the cloud. You back up that hard drive. Yep. Yeah. And- in between there is where I pull in those steps in my backup mm-hmm. bootcamp to dedupe it and organize it all into folders. So you run it through those quick two software programs and then the hard drive becomes folders by year. So nicely organized. It no longer says Google or PC in the closet. You know, it it doesn't say where it came (laughs) from. It's just all organized together in one library. And then that is what you can go copy and paste up to the cloud. Okay. That makes sense. So organize it at least a little before you back it up to the cloud and you have Mm -hmm. some programs that you recommend for that in your course to help people do that. Yeah. That will automate that. Well, I have to tell you, this has been on my to-do list for literally years to Uh get this done. I used to have a family blog 
Before I started 3 and 30, I kept a family blog really religiously. And that forced me to organize my photos because every month or couple weeks when I would do my post, I would go through all my photos. I'd purge, I'd pick the best ones. I put them mm-hmm. on my blog. And then I started 3 and 30. I got really busy and I stopped blogging and my photos are just a mess. And it does make me feel like a little panicky that these memories mm-hmm. are going to be lost, these precious moments with my family. And I have had experiences where photos have been lost. I think most people have had mm-hmm. things like that. And so this has been on my to-do list, but it has felt way too overwhelming. But after talking to you, it feels much, much more doable. And I hope that's how people are feeling as they're listening. Well, yeah. And the work that you've done, no matter where it stopped and started, is a gift that you'll keep intact. That organizing work you've done will continue to serve you. Now you're going to bring that stuff, which might not be on your phone or accessible to you anymore. You're going to bring that to your one big hub. You're going to copy that hub up to the cloud, and then you're going to have access to all that stuff you manually organized mm-hmm. at your fingertips on your phone. So don't think of it as that you're starting over. Mm-hmm. You're you're just bringing all that work that you did now up to, yeah. up to now so that yeah. you can enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, this is super hopeful. I'd love if you would tell people a little bit about your online course. Sure. The most popular course I have is the Backup Bootcamp, and it meets you wherever you are at. No prep work required before you go. So you watch the first video. It will lead you through everything, getting a hard drive, formatting it for your computer, loading it up. It's sort of like a choose your own adventure. If you have photos in Google, watch the Google video. If you have photos in Dropbox, watch the Dropbox Mm. video. If you have photos on an old phone, watch that video. So it leads you through all the steps. You watch the videos that apply to you and it's going to take you through creating that one central hub, deduplicating it, organizing it into simple folders by year and month, and then backing it up to the cloud. So it's going to take you step-by-step through the process and there's truly nothing you have to do ahead of it. You don't need to centralize your stuff or get anything ready before taking the course. And how long does the course take for people to get through? To watch the videos will take an hour and a half to two hours, Mm -hmm. but to do the work will probably take a week or two. Well, it depends. I mean, it depends on where your starting state is. It depends on your internet speed. It depends on how fast your computer is, all sorts of things. Uh Um, But on the average, it takes two weeks, I would say, to get start to finish. Most of it is going to be a lot of waiting time. So you'll keep living your life, keep taking more photos, Mm -hmm. and you'll just be waiting for something to back up or a program to run, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that sounds amazing to me that in two weeks' time, I could have a fully organized photo library. I recently <laughs> needed a photo from my friend Miranda Anderson, who I know you've worked with. Yeah, and, I organized her photos. <laughs> yeah, and she sent it to me. I mean, it was this photo from years and years ago. She sent it to me in 30 seconds. And I was like, mm-hmm. how on earth? And she's like, Miss Freddie, organize my photos. I know exactly <laughs> where everything is. So that was a great testimonial. And if people want to work on you and have you do this for their photos, we'll also put that information in mm-hmm. the show notes. There's lots of other amazing cool services that you offer. So I invite people to just dive into your work. And is there anything else you'd like to add or tell us about your work before we close? Sure. I made a discount code for your audience so they can use the code three in 30 to save $10 off of backup bootcamp. Uh, The course is $79 regular price. It includes access to all future updates and it has a little chat feature in the top right corner of the course, all the pages so that you can chat directly with me when you get hung up on some of those 
you know, inevitable technological problems. So I'm here to help. And I, I really want you to organize and enjoy your photos because that's when they come back to being fun again. They're mm-hmm. such a gift and they don't need to feel like a burden. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Casey. You are doing incredible work in the world for families. And I'm just so grateful that you were on 3 and 30. Sure. Thank you for finally having me. (laughs) It was super fun. I loved it. Well, I'm feeling inspired. This weekend, I'm going to dive into Casey's digital course and tackle this project that has been on my to-do list for literally years. Whether or not you purchase the course, I know this three-step process will help you to get a handle on your photo mess. First, focus on what matters most, which is not deleting junky photos from your phone. When you have an hour or two to work on your photos, use that time to make forward progress on a photo project you're excited about, maybe an album or frames to display in your home, or use that hour to start getting your photos organized using Casey's method, which leads to takeaway number two. Gather old photos into one place. Make a list of everywhere you have photos, various digital places like Dropbox, iPhoto, and Google Photos, as well as physical places such as your old laptop, your phone, your partner's phone, and more. Purchase a two terabyte external hard drive and get all of those photos onto that hard drive. Once they're all in one place, you can use software to organize them into years and months and to erase duplicates with the click of a button. Once they're all organized on the external hard drive, you can move on to the final step, which is takeaway number three choose a backup service. Remember, iCloud is not a backup. Casey recommends using Dropbox or Amazon Photos, which is free with a Prime membership, to make a copy of your entire photo library to keep safe, as well as to make it easy to browse and find photos you need from anywhere you are at any time. If you're feeling inspired like I am, but know you probably won't be motivated enough to do this without a bit more guidance, Check out the links to Casey's work in the show notes and don't forget that discount code 3 in 30 for $10 off her self-paced course. Before we end, I want to remind you about the Flex of Gold journal sale that is going on right now. If you don't already have one, I promise you this journal can change your life and you need one. So go to 3 and 30 podcastcom slash Flex of Gold to check it out. As always, thank you so much for being here, for listening, and I hope you have a beautiful week with your family. Hey, I'm Lizzie Mathis, the host of the Cool Mom Code podcast, where motherhood is your key card to the coolest spot in town. I'm excited to give you a behind-the-scenes, real-talk combo between some of the most influential and tastemaker mamas I know. Subscribe and stay tuned for new episodes weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't ever miss a beat. See you there.